Well, hello everyone. This is Weekday Devotion uh, by Pastor Daniel, and today we're going to be continuing in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and we're looking at verses 4 through 6 today. So let's look at this together. Verse 4. So if you have such cases, why do you lay them before those who have no standing in the church? I say this to your shame. Can it be that there is no one among you wise enough to settle a dispute between the brothers? But brother goes to law against brother, and that before unbelievers. So, uh, Paul is continuing this argument about the church, why they would take civil matters, matters of grievances, outside of the church and go to like a public court of law, when instead they should do it within the church. And so Paul here is saying, um, and he says this to their shame, says, look, why do you why do you bring these cases before those outside the church? You should be ashamed of that. Look, surely there is some wise folks within your midst. So here's where we see it all kind of come together with other places that Paul's talked about, church structure, church membership, church leadership. This is why the elders of the church are so important, that they're qualified, godly men. Um, who meet all the qualifications of 1 Timothy 3 and Titus chapter 1, because these are the men who in the church will be judging and ruling in a sense of overseeing these issues and grievances and helping to adjudicate and mediate some of the conflicts and tensions that happen in the church. Now, I know a lot of you may be shocked that there's ever a conflict within a church. Of course, I'm being sarcastic. Of course, there are. We're all human. We all have selfish tendencies. We all have preferences. And so there is inevitable conflict in churches. Um, and there's no such thing as a perfect church. There's no such thing as a church without conflict ever. Uh, if you ever find one, don't go to it because you will mess it up. You'll bring the imperfection. You will bring the conflict to it. Um, so Paul is, you know, making this argument to substantiate the authority of the church to speak to the matter of not only the sexual morality with the man and his father's wife, but also just any sin issue, that there should be those wise people in the church that can handle this. And he says, but the reality is not there. The reality now is that brother goes to the law or to the courts against a brother, and that is going before unbelievers, again, bringing in this other worldview. So I just want to take a moment here to comment that this is one of the the strong, powerful reasons why in the New Testament we understand the concept of church membership, right? I think in our American church, we've gotten to where we have a kind of a skewed view of church membership. We see church membership, oh, that's just where I go. My name's on that roll. Um, you know, that's where I'm baptized or that's where I, I send my tithe check to. Or, um, you know, if I have a family member who unfortunately may pass away, that's, that's who's going to do my funeral. Uh, and, you know, that's who's going to minister to me if I, if I get hurt. And, and all of that is true. But a big aspect of church membership is this. When church membership is the church's stamp on you. So when you become a member of a church, and like here at Canaan, we're congregational, so the congregation votes to affirm someone as a member of the church. And the reason that is, is because the church is declaring that, yes, we have seen the evidence of this person's life, that they are truly a born-again follower of Jesus. Therefore, they are to be a member of our church, right? So membership is the church's stamp of recognition of of, of a person demonstrating uh, a born-again lifestyle, right? And so anytime there's church discipline then, that is the church, right, 
responding to a member who is behaving, living in a way that is not in compliance with a godly lifestyle. Therefore, the person's salvation, if they are not repentant, as was the case in chapter 5 with this man, he was not repentant, that could be a strong demonstration. This guy really is not born again. Because if you and I, if we're a born-again, spirit-filled follower of Jesus— there will be repentance. We will be convicted of our sin. We will have this spiritual, supernatural desire to turn from that sin and to follow Christ. If we don't have that conviction, that could be a manifestation of the reality that we really are not saved to begin with. And therefore, that is why the excommunication occurs that Paul calls for. It's not that they're kicking this guy out. It's simply the recognition that he may not have ever really been of us. In fact, if you go to 1 John, uh, 1 John deals with this. He's talking about these antichrists, little A's. He says they were of us. No, they were in us. They were with us, but they were not of us. For if they were of us, they would have remained with us. But they went out from us so that it may may be made manifest that they were not of us. A lot of kind of interesting speech there. What Paul is saying, look, these little antichrists, these these wicked people, they were part of us. But the but by them leaving, it simply demonstrated that they really weren't ever a true part of us, meaning they weren't truly born again members of the body of Christ. And so church membership really matters. It's a big deal, not just for what you benefit uh, as far as what you give to the church, your time, your abilities, your resources. It's not just what you get out of it teaching, encouragement, etc. It's also about the church and it's about your faith walk and it's about having a group of people who love you enough that if we see you going down a path that's, that's demonstrating uh, a disobedience to the Lord, we want to lovingly help you get back on the right track to honor Jesus with your life. It's not a it's not a condemning situation. It's not kind of a, a cultish, you know, a fascist kind of pursuit. No, this is all done. It's according to scriptures. It's to be done in love and in kindness, with a spirit of gentleness. It's the way that is supposed to happen biblically. But so you becoming a church member is you submitting to that authority as well, and that's a big deal. I pray you walk tightly with Jesus today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.